Yo, what is the upskies, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the GX WrestleCast. This is episode 32, and this is your weekly recap show. I go through all of the WWE shows, Raw, SmackDown, and NXT, and I go through the AEW show, Dynamite, and Rampage, go through everything that happened on them, we go through a little recap, a little review, and if, uh, if a match really stands out, in my opinion, I will give it uh, a score out of 10, everything is out of 10. And at the end of the show, I give out my three-star awards, where I give my top three favorite matches of the week, one of the three-star awards. The very coveted, the very prestigious three-star awards. So, uh, again, uh, phone calls, emails, off the off the chains. I, I, the other day, I was on the phone with Ric Flair, and he was like, woo, 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 and stuff. And I was like, wait, hey, hold on a minute. Are, isn't that Zack Ryder's thing? And he was like, oh, yeah, wait, woo. And he was like, yeah, can I get one of those three-star awards? I was like, dude, you don't even wrestle anymore. But anyway, moving on. Uh, welcome back to the show, and uh, sorry, sometimes you have to deal with my odd ramblings at times, but uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll dip into this. I hope everybody had a good week. You made it to the weekend. Congratulations. You made it through another hellacious week, I would imagine. Good for you, good for me, and good for all of us. So let's enjoy the weekend as we all do, always with a nice wrestle recap. And um, yeah, we're going to start off with Raw, and Raw decided we're going we're gonna to phone it in this week. We're going to give you a best of show. I hate best of shows so much, especially from WWE. It, uh, they're generally just not that that fantastic, and uh, they they skipped over a lot of great stuff as they always do. And it was a full three hour friggin' recap show. The only thing that I don't even know why I bothered to watch it, just in case. Like they did have some interviews and stuff in there with some of the wrestlers, but it really was uh, quite lame. Not not really interesting. I guess it's fine for people that don't watch it, but for us people who watch it every single week, these shows are absolutely just just killer like it's so disappointing to to turn on monday night raw and just have a recap show it's like ah crap so that that's not happening and uh sadly we we had it on the background just kind of not really paying attention but the only thing that i loved about that show was watching paul Heyman get f5 through a table by brock lesnar i think that was that SummerSlam. just an outrageous bump for paul Heyman to be taking i mean he's old he's fat yeah he's not a wrestler whatsoever and uh it was a really mean uh a bump that he took right there through the table i mean that was really fun to relive other than that it's just a recap show uh, i highly recommend you skip it because yeah it's just not that great anyway uh let's go i guess well that makes this week's uh show a little bit easier for myself so let's move on to nxt 2.0 and nxt is starting off with jd mcdonough my freaking boy versus julius creed with brutus creed i know uh, this could be pretty good let's see how they did Julius slams JD on the table, and he apologizes to Vic on commentary. He's like, I'm sorry I slammed him on your beautiful announce table. My apologies. I'm going to give him a thumbs up for that. That was funny. Julius hits a cool slam, then a vicious lariat, pins, and wins. Wow, that is a, that is a huge win for Julius for sure. That was a really freaking good match as well. going to give it a 7.5 out of 10. I really enjoyed that match. Really enjoy the chemistry of Julius Creed and I mean Brutus and Julius against JD McDonough is really good uh I think I I think the Creeds are very good in the ring Julius I think a little bit more so he's uh, got a little bit more uh agility to him or whatever and um yeah man him and JD McDonough put on a really good match I I really enjoyed it then Mahir and Sangha they come out and finally finally challenge the Creeds to a match at New Year's Evil so, uh, yeah, Sangha and Mahir have been 
kind of uh, stalking the creeds for the last little while, but I think one of the creeds was hurt, so uh, yeah, I guess they, they couldn't really get into it, but now it looks like they're both not hurt, so we're going to move into that. See how that new team does. We're still like, you know, it would have been nice maybe to have them thrown in there with, uh, I don't know, have a squash tag team match or have... Uh, Songa and Mihira in some sort of tag team match just to see what we got on the table here because I still have not seen these two in the ring together and it's been they've been hooked up now for well over a month so um, I'm just a what the hell's going on anyway moving on you got Cora Jade versus Wendy Chu so these two have been uh, in a feud for a little while here Uh, a couple of my favorite female superstars on NXT Cora Jade especially she she being my favorite uh, the crowd is cheering for both of these women. I'd say Cora's cheers last uh, slightly slightly longer, and uh, yeah, damn right, because Cora's the best. Wendy hits a full Nelson slam, then nails a Vader bomb, and she beats Cora. What the hell is going on here? All my favorites are losing tonight. You got JD McDonough going down, then Cora Jade right after that. What the hell's going on? I'm pissed. Um, it was a solid match, though. Some unique offense from both ladies. I am hoping that they continue their their uh, feud right now. Uh, looking for, I'm I'm I imagine they're gonna do some sort of weird gimmick match. Uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe they revisit the uh, pillow fight style match. Who knows? I don't know. They could definitely do something with Wendy Chu. She is a she's a very unique uh, gimmick she's got going on with all the she wears pajamas and she's like sleepy all the time. She loves to sleep. It's a, it's a unique gimmick i like the gimmick um wendy chu herself uh yeah she's okay she's fine moving on we got ikaman hero he delivers a promo in japanese it sounds freaking awesome man i i love the japanese language uh when when they get all fired up man it's one of the coolest sounding languages and honestly man i think they should just let the wrestlers speak their native tongue like if they're more comfortable speaking japanese like or like let's say oscar for example her english she could speak english it's not the best uh preferably i would just have i would like her to just speak in her native tongue and they just put up the subtitles like they did here for for ikemen and i was i was i much preferred it i thought it was really good what do you guys think do you think they should uh every wrestler from from out east or whatever should all try and learn english or just let them speak whatever and you guys could put up the subtitles really not that big of a deal anyway moving on brooks uh, Brooks Jensen and Henley, they're backstage. Henley getting all hyped up for a match against Kiana for the bar later on tonight. And Jensen is getting all dressed up. And um, yeah, it definitely looks like he is much more interested uh, on Kiana's side instead of maybe helping um, Henley win her bar. So it seems like they're setting up something to go down. But uh, we'll just have to wait and see what happens. I smell shenanigans, though. Something doesn't seem right in this in this little segment back here. Now we got Ikemen Euro versus Scripps. Scripps flips into the ring out of absolutely nowhere. I guess that's just his thing now. He does it every single week. It's it's pretty alright. It's not bad. Scripps hits a nice top rope flip thingy slam on Hero for the win. Uh, it wasn't a bad match. It was actually pretty alright, not gonna lie. Uh, I do really like the more serious Euro. Uh, maybe this guy, you know, sometimes I get a little flashes of maybe a Takeshka light for NXT, this guy, it looks like he has some talent there, if you get him, uh, I like the more aggressive style of him, uh, his jacket gimmick, I mean, it really wasn't doing a whole lot for anybody, so we'll see what happens here with, uh, Ikemen Euro, if that, if it continues to be a more serious style gimmick that he's moving into, regardless, Scripps wins another match, uh, he, his flippy stuff is, is pretty impressive, it, again, man, I just, uh, it's Reggie, and everyone knows it, and I don't think I, wherever... I'm not going to get over it, man. I'm not going to get over it. I just won't. Moving on, we got Lash Legend. She is going up against Lyra Valkyria. 
Valkyria debuted, I believe it was last week. She's still nice and new here. Uh, Lash beating down Lyra for quite a while at the beginning of the match. Lyra hits a sloppy spinning DDT, but then cleans it up with a nice roundhouse kick, a big splash off the top rope. She picks up the W here, and uh, yeah, it was just kind of a meh match. Just, again, man, WWE doesn't really know how to make new superstars all that interesting. Like, it's really quite boring just going up against another superstar on the roster in Lash Legend that isn't that well-known. Valkyria isn't well known in NXT and you know you got to put these people up against bigger talents and give them an opportunity like give her a main event match and just see what she can do with it like the NXT or uh, sorry AEW does this all the time they'll give guys that have never been in the main event give them a main event shot and they shine and that's how you make main event people you give them main event spots and uh, yeah this has just been an ongoing problem for a very very like we're talking like 10 plus years now of WWE just not being able to make superstars and when they have superstars that just rocket in popularity fall into their lap they usually fuck it up they don't utilize it they're like no we don't want to do what the fans want we're gonna shove roman reigns down your throat again or something like that you know it's just been an ongoing problem and i like ever since aew started man it's been big new star after big new star they just continue to do it orange cassidy jungle boy daniel garcia action andretti just recently i mean it's endless it's ridiculous Britt baker i mean jamie hater they, they're really good at making people that i have no idea who they are and then within they could do it really quickly or they can they can build it up real slow they really know what they're doing over there in aew and how to generate interest in new stars ae or wwe you gotta start taking notes man like this is embarrassing anyway yeah the match was extremely meh and it caused me to go on a little bit of rant but uh yeah uh, i thought i thought lash legend honestly looked better in this match than uh valkyria but yeah i don't know valkyria looks dead in the water right now not digging i'm not digging what she's uh bringing to the table so far nothing special that's for sure braun breaker he is mad as as hell that he fell for waller's trap last week he wants to call him out but he ain't here this week uh but he did leave braun a nice video message a video of waller he's just living it up in australia he's training i guess if, if you can call that training he's just like walking around in the sun just having a great time but he claims to be training for his match at new year's evil against braun for the championship braun flips the fuck out he just hums a tv across the freaking across the room hits a wall and uh yeah braun breaker really um really mad at grayson waller right here it was a pretty funny segment now we got a six-man tag team match we got the schism with ava rain versus blade anofe and odyssey jones Ava Rain says some really mean, weird things to Booker T. And, bro, Booker T is shook, bro. He can't even speak. He takes the headphones off, and he's just he's just contemplating life right here. And, and I, I have no idea what she said. It's just a bunch of babbling gibberish that, that always comes out of their mouths. But it fucking hit Booker T in the, in the feels, man. I don't like that. I don't like seeing Booker T all upset. Ah, back to the match. Schism diving into Jones over and over again. Just, oh, it was so funny. And they just keep bouncing off of him. They just keep trying to knock him down. They eventually do take him down. Really like that spot right there from Schism. Just, just, <laughs> it must have been like nine or ten dives, like, through the ropes. It was fantastic. Thumbs up. Schism hit a double doomsday device on Blade and Anofe. That was fantastic. Well done. Thumbs up. Double code breaker. Gacy hits his big lariat. And Schism win the match. 
Wow, uh, honestly, very impress, very impressive performance from everybody in this match. I mean, I am quite a big fan of Blade of Ino- Blade and Anofe. Odyssey Jones, I was rooting for him to win. Uh, I forget what competition that was back then, but he was in the finals against Carmelo Hayes. Carmelo Hayes ended up winning. I wanted Odyssey Jones. Odyssey Jones ends up, ends up getting injured. He's been gone for a long time. He's recently returned. And he looks like he's doing well, man. His return so far has been good. Him hooking up with Blade Nanofe has been going well so far. And, man, I mean, I like the dyads, the bald dude and the long hair guy. I think those two are good in the ring. Gacy's hit and miss. Sometimes he's just really not that... Nothing special, but I thought he was good in the ring tonight. And, uh, yeah, I thought the match was really good. Seven and a half out of ten. Can't believe it. Now, we got Fallon Henley with Briggs and Jensen, Briggs and Jensen versus Kiana James. This is the battle for the bar. It's finally happening. Let's see how it does. Does it live up to all the time that they put in, it put into this storyline? Holy crap, I need to slow down. All right. Briggs and Jensen, they are bickering on the outside. Henley hits the knee, pins and wins the bar. Yep. It was uh, about as underwhelming as it sounds. Uh, not satisfying payoff at all for all that time that they spent with the storyline, man. Been waiting for them to have this match. There was no real gimmick to it. Match was, like, right in the middle of the show. Like, all the uh, the prior match kind of took all the, all the energy out of the crowd. This match comes on. The crowd's dead. Uh, yeah, man, it was short. Uh, really not a lot to like about this match. I was really let down. No gimmick to it. I uh, thought maybe Jensen was going to do something, but he did absolutely nothing except bicker a little bit with his tag team partner. And Hot Friend didn't make any. There was no shenanigans whatsoever. I was just, this match sucked, man. It was just a big letdown for the storyline. Maybe it continues and they try again to try and salvage this. Like, I don't, I, like, it really seemed like they are setting something up for Jensen to screw over uh, keep, uh, Henley or something, but absolutely nothing happened. So I don't know if someone fucked up, but this match was a... Pfft, Thumbs down. NXT Women's Champion Roxanne Perez delivers a okay promo about defending her title. Yeah, it was fine. Moving on, you got Isla Dawn now. She has a weird video uh, making her look more creepy and so on and so forth. So her her character's coming along. I mean, again, um, at least they have her going up against an actual opponent. And they're, they're trying here. And uh, yeah, I mean, Isla Dawn's fine. She's fine. Now we got Drew Gulak. It's, it's his uh, invitational time. Hank Walker is here to observe. He got the invite last week. Gulak uh, has like three dudes, three nobodies basically in the ring. Calls over the first guy. His name's Luca. Puts Luca in a submission. He taps out instantly. Calls over Tabian. Tabian comes in. He gets tapped out. Then the last dude, I didn't even get his freaking name. Uh, he puts up a very minor fight. Gulak gets really pissed off. Holds on to submission, holds on to it, won't let it go. Hank has to step in. And then freaking Charlie Dempsey comes down and challenges Gulak to a real fight with a real fighter. Hank steps in and they will fight next week. Um, yeah, I was I was hoping this would have been a little bit better. Honestly, it was a little bit flat. Uh, segment was, uh, crowd was dead for it. They weren't really into it. It wasn't that funny. Um, Gulak is, is a pretty funny guy for the most part. Just, uh, yeah, this segment did not hit for me. Gonna give it a thumbs down. Now we got the main event. It's the Don Tony D with Stacks versus Wesley for the North American Championship. Let's go. Stacks telling the Don to sweep the leg. I mean, that was freaking hilarious. Gotta give him a thumbs up for that. I mean, if you get that reference, I mean, who doesn't? Karate Kid, let's go. Uh, the Don slams Lee hard on the announce table. Wes smacking his knee pretty good on the table. Didn't look comfy. 
Then Dijak runs down. He steals away stacks, just just grabs him, takes him away. Wes Lee takes advantage of the distraction, hits a backflip, like, head kick thing. Really cool looking move. Thumbs up for the move. Pins and wins against the Don, and he retains his championship. Uh, the match was fine. Uh, honestly, uh, Don isn't like, he's not, uh, he's not fantastic in the ring, man. He's pretty, he's pretty plain Jane, just kind of a striker, brawler guy. I've said this numerous times. I thought maybe it would have been a better match if you had Stax in there. I think Stax can go pretty good. Uh, he's much better wrestler, at least than the Don is. The Don, it's, it's all about the, the, the mic skills and the gimmick. I would really like if um, they can build up a family and then have the Don be a Don and like just sit in the back, uh, just just yakking and, and have a, have a championship on him, but have like everyone do the fighting for him. I think that would be a really cool way to um, to utilize uh, Tony D. Just because I don't think he's really got it in the ring. I've watched a hand, like quite a few of his matches now, and honestly, it's very very mediocre, meh performance time and time again. But the gimmick is so good. I love the gimmick. Anyway. Uh, up and down show, man. Uh, leaning more towards the downside. The fight for the bar was just so unsatisfying. The the Drew Gulak segment was flat and, and pretty boring as well. The, not that funny. And the main event, like I said, maybe should would have been better if Stax was fighting instead of Tony D. Maybe play around with that, that idea. I think that would be really cool. A couple good matches, though, on the show. I really like the JD and uh, the Creed's getting into it. I like that chemistry right there. And for the first time, I think, ever, I enjoyed a schism match. Uh, though Ava Rain, I think, is just she's just not doing it for me. Like, does, does anyone give a shit about Ava Rain? I, I think everyone knew that this was not going to go well for her debut to, to get into something like this. And, yeah, it's been very just meh for her debut and her position in the roster. Really hasn't done anything except upset Booker T, which was weird. Anyway, the show was was it was all right. I'm gonna give it a six out of ten. It was fine, and let's move on now to Dynamite. They are in Denver, Colorado. Let's see if they can uh, step up to the plate yet again. Their, the show last week was very very good. One of the best women's matches I've ever seen uh, in my life on that on that card last week. So let's see if they can do uh, have that magic yet again. Kicking off the show with Brian Danielson. He's going up against Ethan Page. He's got Stokely Hathaway out there with him. MJF with the only hot chick in Colorado, he claims. Uh, they're up above watching the show, and they're just chirping Brian, uh, uh, Brian and Ethan Page. Very funny stuff. Ethan is pissed off. The crowd is chanting asshole at him. Chop fest begins, and I mean, man, Page is throwing some serious heat behind his chops. Really like his chops. Thumbs up for that. Page gets a little too cocky. Brian makes him pay. Hits the knee. Nails the brutal stomps. Locks in the submission. And Page is Dunyan Rings. I thought this was a great match. Stiff as hell. Ethan Page was great. He stood out. Stood his ground with uh, with Danielson. Danielson doing his thing, man. Obviously stiff as hell. Just a phenomenal wrestler. One of the best in the business. 8 out of 10. Great match. Wardlow, he's getting interviewed. And then he gets jumped by Samoa Joe. Joe whacks Wardlow's knee with a steel pipe. Oh, no. How is Wardlow going to be able to fight later? Oh, we'll just have to wait and see. Adam Page now. He's getting checked out by doctors backstage. He's got a concussion or a conky. He's warned he needs to chill the fuck out with Moxley for a couple weeks or he could get seriously hurt. And, uh, yeah, Hangman listens to the doctors, surprisingly. So, there you go. Now, we got John Moxley and Claudio versus Top Flight. They got Top Flight. They tried to get the early jump. Uh, um, yeah, it does not work at all. Uh, Moxley and Claudio basically counter that and they start getting, uh, start beating down top flight. Claudio on a hot tag 
absolutely demolishes Dante with numerous uppercuts, then swings Darius while Dante's jumping over him like a freaking skip rope. Awesome little spot right there. Thumbs up. Darius kicks out of the neutralizer. Uh, whoa, that was that was pretty crazy. Darius gets KO'd by elbows. Dante lawn darted on the outside by Moxley with a paradigm shift. I mean, holy crap, man. The the selling on Dante from that from that DDT on the outside, just absolutely fucking planting himself like a flag in the ground. Just fantastic. Thumbs up. Darius won't give up until Claudio blasts him with a vicious uppercut for the win. Holy crap, man. Uh, what a fantastic performance from Top Flight. Took an absolute beating from Fight Club, man. But they kept coming back. Even got some serious close calls there. It was a uh, pretty good back and forth. Claudio was was just ridiculous out there. Real house of fire. Really liked this match, man. Great match. Eight and a half out of ten. Now we got Hook. He's going up against Balaam Lynx, whoever, the f- whoever that guy is. Hook is extremely aggressive right out of the gate. Just straight up beats the shit out of this dude. Taps him out in no time. And it's over. Jesus, Hook. Calm the fuck down, bro. You're ridiculous. Thumbs up, though. Stokely immediately comes out after the match with Moriarty and Big Bill. But then Jungle Boy runs down. He attacks Moriarty. Hook and Big Bill, they're in the ring. They stare each other down, and the crowd is buzzing, man. They want this. They want Big Bill versus Hook. They want it bad. Big Bill goes for the choke slam, but Jungle Boy smacks Big Bill across the back with the 2x4. God damn. That was freaking awesome, man. Uh, crowd was electric, man. They were so electric. They love Hook. Hook is over. They got something right here, man. Big Bill and Hook throwing some Jungle Boy, and I guess... I guess we'll throw in Lee Moriarty, but uh, yeah, crowd wants this. I think it could be a very, very fun match, and uh, I look forward to it. Jericho is backstage. He's trash. He trash talks Ricky Stocks. Says he's gonna he's gonna school him because he's a wizard. He tells Action Andretti to get lost, and as usual, just good promo as always from Chris Jericho. Thumbs up for him. Swerve and his goons. They're backstage. They're talking. He gets interrupted by Wheeler Yuta. Yuta calls him out for uh, a match Friday. Well done by Yuta right here. He's he's really starting to get quite good with his promo ability, his uh, his, his mic skills. Uh, yeah, pretty good right here. I'm going to give him a thumbs up. Good job, Yuta. Now, we got what should have been the main event, but it wasn't. Uh, match six of the best of seven trio series, the Elite versus Death Triangle. This match is a Falls Count Anywhere match. The fight begins in the backstage area. They just couldn't wait. Pack gives Kenny a brain buster on a stack of skids. I mean, I work with those skids, man, and those things are heavy, and that would not feel good to take a suplex onto those bad boys, so uh, thumbs up for that. Pack moonsaults onto uh, some sort of thingy, or sorry, he moonsaults off of the thingy onto the Elite. That was dope. Nick drives, or sorry, he dives onto Penta, crashes through a table. That just looked brutal. Uh, Thumbs up for that crash. Phoenix with a tornado off of the, like, top of the stage set. I mean, holy crap, onto a pile of bodies. Goodness gracious, dude. This is getting, this is just madness. Thumbs up again. Kenny then immediately destroys Ray Phoenix with a knee. He goes flying. Matt Jackson then Northern Lights pock down the ramp just over and over again. Just Northern Lights suplex. Northern Lights uh, so freaking funny. I love that spot. Uh, I think Penta got sucked up in there too. Like, oh, so funny. Thumbs up again. 
Kenny blasts Pac with a V-trigger, then a trash can on his te- on his head, then a straight-up powerbomb on the trash can. Pac kicks out of that. Ridiculous. Thumbs up again. Phoenix with an outrageous dive to the outside. And he got so much speed on that dive. I mean, he lands like half halfway up the ramp. I mean, just ridiculous dive again from Ray Phoenix. Another thumbs up. Pack locks in the brutalizer on Matt. Meanwhile, Kenny hits a one-winged angel off of the stage through a table onto Ray Phoenix. The elite pick up the win right here. Unreal spot right there. Thumbs up again. How many thumbs up is that for this Matt? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight thumbs up. Uh, the Elite pick up the win. The series is now tied three apiece. We're going to have match seven. Kind of predictable, but uh, they didn't get here in the, in the most predictable way that I thought it was going to, so I'll give them some props for that. Absolutely unreal match, dude. Nonstop action. Absolute spot fest. The dives, the, the just ridiculous. Amazing performance from the Elite and Death Death Triangle Man, especially Ray Phoenix in this one. He was He was the MVP of this match. Just outrageous. Thumbs up for him. Best match of the series so far. I'm going to give this one a 9 out of 10. Um, we move on now after that craziness. We got the new acclaimed rap video. Oh, fuck yeah. It was awesome. So many great disses, especially on Double J. I was giggling throughout. My wife loved it. Going to give it a thumbs up. Now we got Ty Mello and Anna J in a tag team match versus Willow Nightingale and Ruby Soho. Ty with the shenanigans on Ruby. She hits the Ty KO for the W here. Uh, pretty darn, pretty darn solid match right here as well. Darn stiff, especially from Ty Mello, man. I think she might be one of the more stiff uh, female competitors on the roster. She's uh, she looks adorable, but man, she will kick your ass, and she was kicking some ass in that match right there. Thumbs up for her. Ricky Starks is getting interviewed. Uh, I, dude, I swear to God, though, if Ricky just had a turtleneck on. Grew out some sideburns and had a fanny pack on. Dude, this guy is 1998 The Rock. He looks like The Rock. He's got the hair. It's um, it's something. It uh, just, just try it out, Ricky. I think it would look really good on you. Maybe get one of those nice, like, uh, a nice silk shirt. Throw, well, he kind of wears nice silk shirts, but the, the turtleneck's got to be. Get the sunglasses. You know, get The Rock style. 1998 Circa. Come on. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Now we got the main event. It is Samoa Joe versus Wardlow for the TNT Championship. So is is, is Wardlow going to make it out? Joe is trash talking about Denver in the, in the ring. And he's talking trash about Wardlow. Wardlow comes out with the injured knee. No fear. The match begins. Joe hits a knee breaker. Wardlow needs to be checked over by the doctors. But he pushes them all away. He just keeps on fighting. Wardlow looks like he might have actually hurt his knee when he hits the whisper in the wind off the top rope. I mean, the dude is massive. He probably shouldn't be doing moves like that, but he does them very, very well. But it looks like, I don't know, he kind of like tweaked his ankle, knee or something. But I don't know, it doesn't seem to affect him throughout the rest of the match. Wardlow manages a powerbomb out of the corner, but couldn't get Samoa Joe up for another one. Joe locks in the choke. Wardlow passes out, and Joe retains his championship. Man, another solid match right here. Wardlow looking tough as hell, just battling through all that knee pain. Joe appears to be maybe, like, Joe looks like he wants to shake hands with uh, with Wardlow, but hell nah, he just blasts Wardlow in the face with the belts. Fucking rights. Joe then grabs a toolbox, and out of all of the tools in that, and uh, <laughs> of all the tools of destruction in that toolbox, he picks the most sickening tool of all of them. It's the scissors. Scissors. Oh, it's scissor fest. 
Joe headbutts the referee. Then he cuts off Wardlow's ponytail. Oh my goodness, Joe, you sick, twisted bastard. That's a thumbs up. Darby Allen then shows up. He He's seen enough. He cracks Joe in the back with a skateboard. Darby wants the TNT title. That could be a really fucking awesome match right there, especially with Samoa Joe. Just he is he is on fire right now. I I have to say it. I love I big fan of Samoa Joe. I will admit that uh, last couple of years or so hasn't been his best, but man, he is fucking on fire right now. Him versus Darby Allen in the near future that will be a banger and an absolute fucking banger of a show. Dynamite this week yet again. They are just killing it. They really should have had the trios match. I think as the main event. After that match, man, the show trails off quite a bit. Uh, wasn't much left to it. I mean, like, I think you should have switched the the Samoa Joe and the War, uh, Wardlow with the uh, with the Elite because that match was was awesome. Uh, other than that, man, there's a lot of great wrestling on this show. Really, not that much to complain about. Funny segments. I mean, you got a match of the year contender right there. Another classic Elite Death Triangle match. I mean, yeah, eight and a half out of ten for for uh dynamite this week again i highly recommend uh you be watching aew dynamite on the weekly it is it is fantastic now we move on to friday night smackdown they were in tampa florida oh my that must be nice starting off the show with bray wyatt he's out there uh cutting a promo he apologizes to the cameraman that he attacked last week and then la Knight comes out yeah he chirps Bray Wyatt, and he wants his first Royal Rumble to be a special one. Bray calls L.A. Knight a little idiot. He accepts the match at the Royal Rumble. So I guess they're, I don't know if they're going to be in the Rumble. I guess they're just going to have a one-on-one match. Uh, it's going to be weird. Speaking of weird, we got weird images flash on the screen for a second, and then Uncle Howdy comes out, the weird dude with the hat or whatever. Uh, Bray looks really annoyed. Howdy enters the ring, stares everybody down, and then he stands next to Bray Wyatt like they're going to be partners. Nope, just kidding. Bray Wyatt eats a sister Abigail, Uncle Howdy, grabs his hat, and leaves. Um, yeah, okie dokie, a really weird segment. Not sure what the hell they're going to do with, with all that. I don't know what they're doing with the Uncle Howdy character, but um, he looks kind of cool. I will say he does look cool. Uh, he does wear a mask. I thought it was going to be like a tag team match or, or something maybe at the Royal Rumble. Now I'm confused. I don't know what they're going to do with Triple Threat. Is what, what's, what's going on here? Regardless, they will be fighting in a Mountain Dew pitch black match. Just take that in for a second. Mountain Dew pitch black match. Yes, that I said that correctly. It, it is sponsored by Mountain Dew. It is going to be a pitch black match. And a match taking place in pitch black uh, doesn't make for good viewing on TV. Now, I believe they've done a match like this before, and basically it's just a, a singular light beam shined on the ring. So it's not pitch black. It's going to be dumb. And uh, yeah, it's just going to be dumb. Now we got Sami Zayn. He finds Paul Heyman backstage. Paul Heyman's acting weird. He's stalling Sami Zayn before he lets him go in to see Roman Reigns. Uh, don't really know what was going on with that. We've got a match. Sheamus with the Brawling Brutes versus Solo Sokoa. He's out there with the Usos. Usos help Solo put on a submission. Even though, like, he's already touched the ropes and everything. Regard- I don't know. It's just a messy show. <laughs> Ridge attacks the Usos on the outside. Sheamus with a big old dive. Solo nails Sheamus with the Samoan spike for the W over Sheamus. Pretty solid match, nice and stiff, good brawl, I mean, yeah, it was, it was pretty standard. Usos look to inflict more damage after the match, but Drew McIntyre is back to save the day. Oh, buddy. Drew clears the ring, does a kip-up in jeans, I mean, that 
that's just straight up impressive. Got to give him a thumbs up for that. Now we got a the SmackDown Women's Championship match. Raquel Rodriguez looks to grab the championship off of Ronda Rousey. She's out there with Shayna Baszler. Uh-oh. Raquel, you're in big trouble. Ronda, she's got her gi. And she's got her black belt. You're in big trouble, bitch. Raquel with a cool spinning slam that she does a lot. Ronda locks in the armbar arm while they're on the top rope. They fall to the ground and, and Ronda just hangs onto the arm. Raquel tries to hold on, but she has to tap out. That was a really cool spot right there. Even the, technically, Raquel was touching the ropes or whatever. It should have been broken up, but I thought that was a really cool finish. So I'm going to give that, that a thumbs up. And I thought the match was actually pretty good. Good uh, back and forth fights, some some nice counters throughout, submission counters. Yeah, I kind of dug this match. 7 out of 10. And then, oh no, that recognizable music hits the arena. Oh no, please no, not not again. It's Charlotte freaking Flair. Oh no. Crowd is hot for Charlotte. My wife and I are very not hot for Charlotte. And as per usual, Charlotte wants a title shot immediately upon arrival. Uh, she she basically she just won't show up to TV otherwise unless she's winning a championship. Absolutely boo fest from me, man. I hate this crap. Ronda takes the bait, and we got a match: Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey for the women's. SmackDown Women's Championship, Big Boot, Spear, Ronda tries to reverse it, Charlotte Flair reverses her, pins and wins the championship. Are you fucking kidding me? <sighs> Boo, Charlotte Flair, you absolutely suck. This is terrible. Thumbs down. And as usual, Charlotte wins the title out of nowhere. She gets her big fireworks show like it's freaking WrestleMania, and Charlotte gets everything that she wants whenever she wants it yet again. And, dude, yeah, I w I've been saying for a few weeks now that the SmackDown women's division needs a shot in the arm, but this is not the way to do it. Have Charlotte yet again showing up out of, fuck, he, she hasn't been on TV for, what, eight months now? And now, she, of course, she just shows up out of nowhere, gets a title shot, wins it, of course. No, I had, the second I heard that music, I'm like, all right, Charlotte is the champion because this has happened so many times now. It's it's beyond infuriating. Terrible booking, just lazy, and I am not a fan of Charlotte Flair because this is the kind of crap that she pulls. It's all about her getting her 40 million championships so she could be like her father, and it's crap. It's honestly crap. She's going to end up losing it probably at Royal Rumble to somebody, and then she'll disappear for eight months and then return again and win the championship uh, uh, very undeservingly so. And um, yeah, again, it just makes the SmackDown Women's Division look even worse. I mean, fuck. Bad. Just bad. We get shown incredible footage of Dom Mysterio and Rhea Ripley, Rhea Ripley crashing a Christmas Eve dinner at the Rey Mysterio family house. It is absolutely freaking hilarious. Dom gets arrested. Uh, his mom slaps Rhea Ripley. It is a freaking hilarious segment. Really helps get the bad taste out of my mouth of watching Charlotte win the championship again. But this was a really freaking funny segment. Thumbs up. New Day and Ricochet, they're making fun of Top Dalla for not making it over the top ropes. I absolutely love the fact that they're making fun of that. Uh, really, really good stuff right here. Thumbs up. Top Dollar gets upset and he pushes Ricochet. Oh, jeez. What a bummer drummer. Oh, man. Moving on. We got Imperium. They come out. They're hyping up Gunter. Braun Strowman comes out. He gets outnumbered and takes a beating from Imperium. Ricochet runs down to save every save Braun Strowman, and he he comes out with a chair, and he one thousand percent accidentally clocks Gunter in the head when he's escaping. And oh yeah, that was good. <laughs> My wife was giggling. I, I missed it, and I was like, "What are you laughing at?" She's like, "Ricochet accidentally just smacked Gunter in the head with a chair." I had to go back and rewatch it, and he totally does. It's freaking hilarious. Thumbs up. 
Now we got the main event. It's here. It's finally happening. Kevin Owens and John freaking Cena. Cena Claus is back. He, they're going up against Roman Reign, Reigns and Sami Zayn with the bloodline. Let's get into it. Crowd absolutely loses it for John Cena. But John, my dude, dog. Ah, the back of the head, man. The hair. It's um, It's completely... It's compromised. It's completely compromised. The back of the head's gone. The front still looks good, dude. But, man, once you get to the back... It's a, it's it's an absolute fucking mess. And honestly, man, John Cena's hair is so such a challenge. I have no idea what to do with it. I I, I it's a tough one, man, because it looked good in the front, but the back is just so bad. Anyway, let's let's move on from his hair. Kevin makes Sammy bleed his own blood just a little bit out of the nose. There, John is going nuts. He wants to tag so freaking badly, but just not able. Kevin Owens just not able to make it over there. They just keep blocking the tag. KO hits a beautiful pop-up powerbomb on Sami Zayn. Got to give him a thumbs up for that. That was just vicious. John finally gets the tag. He does the usual uh, <laughs> usual stuff, the four moves. Uh, we get KO joining in on the five-knuckle shovel. That was fun. Got the attitude adjustment, a stunner on Sami, and the good guys win. I don't even know if Roman Reigns got involved in this at all. Don't recall. It was a fun match. Cena might have been in there for... I don't even know if he cracked a minute overall, but the crowd loved it. Uh, at some point, Kevin really fucked up his eye. I don't know what the hell happened. We tried to figure out what happened exactly, but Kevin Owens' eye looked really fucked up. We tried looking to see what happened. The only thing that I could pull out was uh, there was Roman did like a, a clubbing blow to his head, and then it looked like he grabbed his head after that, but then it goes to commercial break, and it comes back, and his eye is just mangled. So, don't know what exactly did it there, but it did not look pretty at all. Um, yeah, so that was that was it. Uh, not a strong SmackDown at all this week. The, the Wyatt LA Knight storyline gets a little bit more interesting with the Uncle Howdy thing. Don't know what they're going to do with that, but uh, I am interested to see where it's going. But that, that pitch black match, I guarantee that's going to be probably the worst match of the year. One of them, anyway. Uh, absolutely hate Charlotte doing the Charlotte thing that she always does. Just coming in, winning the title as always. Making everybody look bad. And uh, Charlotte just always making Charlotte look good. She's a very selfish person. She really only uh, makes her and her couple friends... Uh, it's I hate Charlotte Flair, man. The SmackDown women's division needed a, a shot in the arm, like I said. But not like this, man. Not like this. Boo. It was nice to see John Cena wrestle for 48 seconds doing his four moves. Crowd loved it. I mean, yeah. I hope Kevin Owens' eye is okay, though. That uh, really doesn't look... It really didn't look good at all. Uh, four and a half out of ten for SmackDown this week. Not their best effort whatsoever. And let's move on to Rampage. So, we got uh, the big show, Paul White. He is on commentary this week. No Taz, and I am sad about this. Orange Cassidy kicking off the show. He is fighting Trent Beretta, his best friend, for the All-Atlantic Championship. Uh, two best buddies fight. They shake hands for a very long time. <laughs> That's very funny. Orange avoids Trent on the outside. He goes flying hard into the into the guardrail. That looked painful. Then Penelope Ford comes down to distract Trent. Orange hits the beach break. Trent kicks out of that. Orange has to hit the orange punch on his best friend to pick up the Dabia. Oh, man, that was a very good match. Uh, good back-and-forth fight. Lots of counters. Of course, good good chemistry between uh, the two best buddies. And, of course, lots of funny funny spots throughout. Really enjoyed this match. Seven and a half out of ten. Darby 
getting interviewed in the back. He is pissed that he doesn't think anyone believes in him, not even his best friend Sting. Sting gives him a very aggressive pep talk, uh, tells him to just shut your mouth and do it. Uh, good stuff here from both guys. Thumbs up. Kip Sabian versus uh, Ativa, I think his name is. I have no idea. Uh, regardless, Kip hits the double stomps off the top, puts an elbow, or um, he puts an elbow pad just to... Oh, okay, I got it. I got it. Okay, let's try this again. Kip hits a double stomp off the top, then he puts on an elbow pad just to remove it so he can deliver a orange punch. There you go. It was a squash match, uh, mostly just about doing some mind games to try and get into the head of Orange Cassidy, which is really difficult to do. But uh, Kip slightly gets into his head, I guess. Uh, nah, it was it was a squash match. So moving on. Tristan Vance is getting interviewed. He does a good job, uh, good mic skills. I am liking Tristan Vance so far. He's becoming one of the bigger heels, I think, here in the company. And all he needed to do was belittle a child. I mean. It's so simple. If if only he belittled that child a little bit earlier, his career would have been uh, taking off a little bit sooner. But I enjoyed this little uh, interview here. Thumbs up. Now another interview. Moxley is interviewed now by Tony Schiavone. Moxley lays down the challenge for Hangman at Los Angeles Forum if he can get cleared by the doctors. Good promo as well from Moxley. Another thumbs up. Jay Lethal, he's flipping out backstage. He storms off. Then Double J steps in. He says he's coming for the acclaimed on Wednesday. Alrighty. Now we got Kira Hogan versus Jade Cargill with the baddies. This is for the TNT Championship. Red Velvet protects Kira Hogan from some slaps from Jade. Oh, snap. We've got more betrayal right here. What's going on here? Hogan kicks Jade right in the mouth. Straight up. That, that yum. Thank you very much for coming for that. Kira has Jade in trouble for only a moment. Uh, she hits the Jaded, and Cargill remains undefeated. Uh, pretty solid match. These two have some chemistry. Might have been um, might have been the best match I've seen at a Cargill. Definitely in a while. I definitely haven't seen a good match at a Cargill in a bit. Red Velvet looks to have switched sides here, but I don't know, man. I think they're supposed to be... Cargill and Velvet are supposed to be the tag team together next week, so I don't know what the hell's going on with that. Red Velvet looks like she has switched sides. Building up Hogan, uh, maybe she will be able to take out Jade. I would really like that. I, I am a fan of Kira Hogan. I think she's pretty good. Uh, I think it's believable. If they can get Red Velvet, maybe with the with the proper betrayal, uh, I could be convinced that um, Kira Hogan could take out Jade Cargill with some shenanigans, something like that. I think it'd be pretty cool. Anyway, it is time for our main event. We got Wheeler Yuta versus Swerve Strickland. Swerve hits a low blow, then the JML driver stealing the W here. Uh, pretty solid match, man. I just, I don't know, man. I can't get over the fact just I, I don't like Swerve Strickland whatsoever. Hate everything about him. Hate his gimmick. Hate his music. Hate his wrestling. Boo, tomato, tomato. All right, end of the show. Promos were better than the matches, I'd say, this week. Kind of flipping the script as the as the usual Rampage style. Usually got a bunch of blazing fast, good matches, good promos. But less so on the matches, more so on the promos this week. Uh, personally, not a fan of Big Show on commentary. Uh, I just need, I need Taz, man. I need Taz at all times. I need my Taz fix. I love Taz. Opener was very good. I really like the friend versus friend gimmick. That's always a good time. Uh, I would like them to explore that maybe a little bit more. Might be building up a solid opponent here for Jade with Kira Hogan. If Red Velvet is able to screw over Jade, she just might be able to lose her title here. So uh, it might happen. We might see Jade Cargill's first loss here. And I think against Kira Hogan, one of her former friends, a former baddie, I can get behind that storyline. I, I like it. Main event was fine. I, I am a big fan of, of Yuta. 
he keeps he just keeps improving every single week. In ring, he's always been fantastic, but uh, Mike's skills have been getting better and better each week. And uh, yeah, the show was kind of meh this week. Going to give it a five and a half out of ten. All right, let's get to the coveted, the most, the most prestigious award of all in all of wrestling in all of the land, the coveted three stars of the week award. So let's do a couple of shout outs. And uh, we'll start with J.D. McDonough versus Julius Creed on NXT. I mean, Creed brothers are both really good in the ring. You you put them up against J.D. McDonough. You got you got you got chemistry. You got magic right there. I want more of that. Um, that was good. And uh, the match we just talked about: Orange Cassidy and Trent Beretta, the opener on Rampage for the All Atlantic Championship. That was a really good match. Um, obviously, they're they're two best friends, so there was a little bit of holding back throughout the match. Obviously, part of the storyline. I would like them just to go all out, like kind of Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio WrestleMania style. Like, just give give it everything you got, and let's just see who's the best in that group. I would really like them to explore uh, Orange Cassidy fighting more of his his own friend group. That would be really fun. Now, for the three stars of the week, third star is going to... Daniel Bryanson versus Ethan Page on Dynamite this week. Uh, really enjoyed. I mean, it's Daniel Bryanson. It's always going to be a great match with him. I am a fan of Ethan Page. I think he's one of the more underutilized, underrated members of the roster in AEW. And he really had a great match with Daniel Bryanson this week. Uh, really stood his ground in the ring. Really enjoyable match. Second star goes to... John Moxley and Claudio Castanole versus Top Flight on Dynamite. That was a wicked match, dude. I I really enjoy Top Flight, especially Dante Martin, man. That guy is insane in the ring. His high-flying abilities are some of the best in the business. Uh, Darius is is up there. He's not quite as good as Dante, but really good performance from Top Flight. And of course, just the uh, Claudio was was a house of fire in that match as well. Moxley taking a little bit of a backseat, but he's still doing his Moxley thing, being stiff and just beating the shit out of people. Good stuff. Enjoyable match. And the first star of the week is going to the Elite versus Death Triangle in match six of their best of seven series. This was a false count anywhere match, and holy crap, did they ever make it? They took full advantage of that of that gimmick. They used tables. They were flying off of freaking everything. Ray Phoenix jumping off of the stage. I mean, that was phenomenal. And to top it all off, you got a freaking one winged angel off the stage through a table for the W. I mean, oh fuck yeah. Yes, it was a little bit predictable how we got here. I think it was pretty obvious that we were going to get the seven matches. But um, I found that the way that they got to the seven matches wasn't as predictable as I thought it was going to be. And uh, I've really enjoyed the series so far. This being, I think, the best match that they've had in the series so far. Every match so far, though, has been quite good. And uh, they take the first star this week, so congratulations. And uh, that is the show this week. Uh, A little bit lighter show, obviously, because there was no Raw this week. So stupid recap shows. Hopefully that's that's it for recap shows, because I hate them. I hate them so very much. And uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Make sure you are liking and, and spreading the word of this podcast. You got any buddies that like wrestling and maybe don't keep up keep up with it? Uh, tell them that this show can help you uh, keep up with wrestling if you're having a busy week or something like that. Make sure you check out some of the links down below on my YouTube channel. Got a new series kicking off over there. Playing another scary game, playing Until Dawn quite enjoying myself over there playing that game uh, quite scary I got scared like 15 seconds into 
into the game and uh, continue to get scared throughout. And uh, yeah, I think you guys might dig that. So go over there, give it a check out. Double upload Saturday. So there's two episodes uh, uploaded today you can go check out. So there's a handful of episodes to get yourself started on that series. And um, yeah, I had another series planned, a wrestling series actually, for YouTube. But uh, yeah, WWE and uh, does not like me uploading those. So they've, take, they've taken them all away. So sadly, I won't be able to uh, do my WWE uh, YouTube series that I was hoping to do because... Fucking WWE, man, they got the monopoly, so it's just, it's just not, it's not happening. I am very disappointed and sad, so I'm gonna have to come up with a different, uh, another series to to do. I have a few uh, ideas, but I haven't come up with anything concrete just yet. So uh, if you have any suggestions of uh, PS. Uh, PlayStation games that you would like to see me play, maybe uh, drop a drop an email, drop a comment. You can go on Twitter. I uh, I put up announcements for when the podcasts are uploading stuff so it's a great place to drop a comment if you have any any criticisms any anything to say about the comment you just want to chat wrestling or anything like that that'd be fantastic you can go check out the links down below check out the twitter page check out the youtube channel gamer gx videos uh stop doing daily uploads now we're doing every other day for a little bit just to kind of slow down the youtube channel let let the people catch up a lot i've I've, I've uploaded a lot of videos since i started back up on youtube so trying to let people catch up a little bit and uh yeah slow it down just a little bit kind of give myself a little bit of a break and um yeah so there you go thank you everybody again for watching we will be back again on this monday is a big one for the gx gamer cast i am doing my video game awards uh my own <coughs> excuse me my own personal awards and uh that will be a very fun show. I'm very excited to do that one. Uh, cannot wait to record that one. I got all my stats. Going to go through. Um, yeah, it's just going to be a really fun show. So be on the lookout for the, the Gamer GX Awards, my favorite games of the year of 2022. <clears throat> and like I've said throughout the last few weeks, it's not going to be just games that came out in 2022. It's going to be every new video game that I played in 2022. They're all eligible to be in the Game of the Year contendership. So yeah, man, I played... Uh, old games, new games, uh, there's going to be a, a variety of games uh, to be talked about on Monday, and I look very much so forward to it, hope to see you guys there, and there you go, I hope you have a good weekend, you made it, like I said, thank thank God it's the weekend, uh, happy New Year's to everybody, today is New Year's Eve, so uh, be responsible, don't do anything too stupid, and uh, make sure you come up with a nice resolution for next year, and um, we will see you again real soon, thank you so much for listening, and um, yeah. See ya.